Hello everyone, welcome to therapy. My name is Charlotte Crosby and I am so, so excited to have you here. If you haven't already watched my trailer, then I would highly recommend you do that because it will kind of give you a bit of a rundown of who I am and basically what this podcast is going to be about. So in this episode, I want to talk about building healthy habits and creating routine for yourself. So by that, no, I don't mean waking up at 5am hard intense core workout and then a green smoothie okay that is not what I mean by building routine yes that is one way that you that is one type of routine that a lot of people love you know waking up early moving your body and eating healthy but that is not necessarily what I mean when I say routine by routine and habits I mean getting yourself into a schedule sort of or not a strict schedule but yeah getting yourself into a routine of that will help get you up in the morning and that will help motivate you to move about your day because personally I find that if I just wake up and then I've got nothing to do and I've got no plan then I just get bored I'm not motivated to do anything and then I just don't feel like there's really any purpose in the day and if I don't really have a plan if maybe the night before or a few days before if I haven't thought of what I want to do that day then I'm sort of bored and lazy all day and then I just waste a perfectly good valuable day. So the information that I'm going to be sharing in this episode is from a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. So basically I will read out the blurb of the book. This is the blurb of the book. So it is a a revolutionary guide to using tiny changes in behavior to transform your life. People think when you want to change your life, you need to think big. But world-renowned habits expert James Clear has discovered another way. He knows that real change comes from the compound effect of hundreds of small decisions. Doing two push-ups a day, waking up five minutes early, or holding a single short phone call. So in front of me in my journal, I've got a few little tips that I have got from a video from Elena Tabber on YouTube. I watched her video last night and she's so inspirational I absolutely love her videos she lives in New York just like I want to one day and yeah so these are some of the tips and advice that I gained from her video that I want to share with you and sort of bring to a whole new audience so of course I'm giving her 100% credit for this information all I'm doing in this is sharing with you the information that I got so first the first thing that I've learned from this video and the book is something called the power of 1%. So what that means is doing something each day that will make you 1% better for a year. And by the end, you'll be 37% better. So basically what that means is you don't have to make drastic changes to your life every single day. You only have to do tiny, tiny things like that blurb suggested every day to build your life up better and better every day. And yes, you are going to have some crappy days and some amazing days. We all do. I, at the moment, I have more crappy days than good days. But that is okay because I know that if I can just incorporate something into my day that will make me 1% better, then I'm going to grow and I will make it eventually. So basically, by the power of 1%, you only have to be doing something really small each day. If you can get out of bed for the toilet, then that that can be your 1%. If you, seriously, if you just take a few steps to the bathroom, then that can be your 1% for the day. No matter how little motivation or how much motivation you have, you can choose what that 1% for your day is. But that is something that I think is a really good habit to think of and something that I think can really motivate you to make change in your life. Because 
I know change can be very daunting to a lot of people and quite scary, but just know that when you magically decide that you want to change your life or that you wake up to yourself and you want to grow, you don't have to all of a sudden get a gym membership, go to the cycle class, buy a Vitamix, everything like that, okay? You do not have to make huge, huge, drastic, unrealistic change, okay? Because growth and change are scary, scary things and scary places to be. So if you can just find one thing every day that will help you grow, then you are succeeding. So some of the things also relate to this power of 1% rule is limiting screen time in the first hour of your day. That is, that can be your 1% because that isn't necessarily doing something. It's more not doing something, okay? So that's going to sound a bit weird probably, but I'm sure you know what I mean. By not going on your screen in the first hour of the morning, it will wake up your brain better and it will give you a better opportunity to read a book in the morning, make a cup of tea, meditate for five minutes, breathe, stretch, open your blinds, anything like that. If you can just limit your screen time in the first hour and read 10 pages in the morning, something that Elena Tabber recommended in her video, then you have successfully set up your day for success. Now, it's okay if you wake up with a burst of energy and then you meditate for five or 10 minutes, but then you suddenly crash and you don't feel any energy anymore. That is perfectly okay. That is totally fine. Don't worry if you one minute have a bunch of motivation and then the next you don't. That is okay, but if you can just find one little thing each day to help yourself grow and build yourself back to a, well, I don't want to say back to a better person, but grow grow yourself to a more powerful and um, and mentally healthy version of yourself, that's what I was probably looking for, then you are succeeding, okay? So that limiting screen time in the first hour and reading five, ten pages of a book or even journaling is an amazing thing, but I... I honestly love journaling so much that I'm probably planning on doing an entire episode on journaling and the power it holds. But anyway, so those two things, limiting screen time in the first hour and reading 10 pages in the morning, are well, is that 2% that can help you grow, okay? So the next thing that she talked about in her video, and this comes from the book as well, something called systems over goals. So if you can build systems for yourself instead of just finding a goal then you are so I don't know how to say this properly but basically if you so goal setting is amazing I'll probably again do a whole other episode on that but if you set your goal and then build a system around that goal then it is going to make that goal more achievable and attainable so for example I want to feel really strong and I want to have the strength to hold a plank for two minutes so I'm going to dot 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 So think to yourself, write down, what are you going to do to make that goal achievable? Okay, because if you just set the goal and then you don't really have any clear thoughts or ideas of how you're going to achieve that goal, then chances are you're probably not going to achieve that goal anytime soon or achieve the goal the right way that you want to. Okay, so you need to set the goal and then change the systems around it. So I want to be able to do this hike without having to stop or do this hike, blah, 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 you know, set something, some goal for you. It doesn't even have to be anything about strength or any physical goals. It can be, I want to be able to, I don't know, say if you have social anxiety, you can set your goal being, I want to be able to present in front of this group without panicking. 
okay? So what are you going to do to achieve that goal? Because if you're just setting the goal and then you don't actually have any idea of how you're going to achieve the goal, then like I said before, probably not going to achieve it anytime soon, okay? So it's so important to map out how you're going to achieve that goal, okay? Set out your plan for achieving that goal, okay? So the next thing that is in the book and that she talks about, I just want to quickly jump in to remind you that I'm giving Elena Tabber full credit for the information that I'm sharing. All I'm doing here is just sharing the information on to a different audience, okay, and on a different level. So the next thing that, that she talks about is designing your environment. Now, yep, you may have just heard that car go by. You might have not. If you didn't hear the car go by, then good. But if you did, I'm recording in my bedroom, which is right next to a window, so that is why you'd be able to hear cars. But anyway, I don't have a whole recording studio, so I can't quite ensure that there's like no noise or interruptions, okay? So anyway, <clears throat> the next thing that she talks about is designing your environment. So to grow as a person and to create that better version of yourself, what are you going to do in your environment? Okay, how do you want your environment to look? to be able to grow as a person okay so by that I mean plugging your phone in out of your bedroom okay so for example some nights I remember to plug my phone in in the kitchen okay so so that stops me from picking it up as soon as I wake up okay and another thing that you can do to build your environment so this links to waking up early and setting that goal so if you can plug your phone in away from your bed like so away like not in arm's reach if you can do that then that is going to make you get out of bed to turn your alarm off okay so if you plug in your phone on a table or on a desk on the other side of the room and as soon as that alarm goes off if you want to hit the snooze button you are going to have to get out of bed and use your legs to go and turn it off okay so that is going to build you up in the morning to stop you from just keeping your eyes shut hitting snooze and going back to sleep okay so another way you can design your environment is think about how you would feel like what environment you are going to feel comfortable in or the most comfortable in for growth and and for growth and change okay so if you like lots of light in your room then maybe you can change your furniture around a bit to let in the light more get maybe find a cheap pair of curtains that are gonna change the light more I don't even know or so literally by that, I just mean open your curtains first thing in the morning, okay? Think about what your ideal environment looks like for change and what your ideal environment looks like when you're happy, okay? So for me, when I'm my happiest, I would be surrounded by plants and nature, okay? And I, at the moment, I can't drive, so I can't always just get in the car and go to the beach, go on a hike, go to, go to the, some trees, Okay. So in my room, I have a few plants because that makes me happy and that makes my room a bit greener, okay? So that is what I mean by building your environment to what environment you imagine when you're happy, okay? So the next one, the next habit I guess I want to talk about from the book and from Elena's video is something that really stuck with me. So this is called habit stacking. So Building collections of habits can make it really, really easy and achievable to get lots of stuff done in the morning. So one that she talked about in her video was a habit stack of, I will wash my face, I will stretch, and then I will read. Now, I'm not too sure if this is the exact one she talked about or just an idea, but so 
I don't know if you get the idea of what I'm trying to say. So you need to put little things together to make it more achievable. So I'll wash my face, I'll stretch, and then I'll read. And then once you've ticked off that habit stack, you've just done, you've just become 3% better, okay? So you've just completed three things off your to-do list, okay? And now with like goals and setting things, setting goals that you want to achieve in the morning, they don't have to be massive ones, okay? Because where disappointment and I guess guilt can come in and start to grow is when you haven't gone on that hike that you plan to do. You haven't gone on that 10 minute drive to the gym that you wanted to do. You haven't taken your dog on a walk. That is where guilt and shame starts to grow because you're setting unrealistic goals for yourself, okay? So with habit stacking, it does not have to be huge major things, okay? It really just has to be little things. Washing my face, stretching, and then I'll read. Done. 3% better. Three goals done. Okay? That's all you need to do. And that is going to help build you more and help you grow. Now, the next thing that she talks about, and this is from the book, making your goals attractive. So, I personally, I know that when I think of working out, I think of throwing down my Kmart yoga mat with a bunch of holes in it from my dog on my dirty floor and then working out in my dark room, okay? That is not an attractive habit and I can just admit I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be working out if I think that I'm I'm just going to be throwing down my yoga mat on my messy bedroom floor and then working out in pain, okay? You need to pair things with that habit that are going to make it attractive, Okay? So, for example, something that she talks in her video, Elena, so she says, so pair something you want to do, something you don't want to do. So, if you want to get strong, then chances are you're going to have to do some exercise, okay, and getting your body moving every day or every week, okay? So, that is ideally, I'm not, I'm no fitness expert, but I'm pretty sure if you want to get strong and build your strength and muscle, then you're going to have to do some form of exercise. And for a lot of people... You want to be strong, but you don't want to exercise. That is okay. I understand that. I would love to be strong and really fit, but I don't want to exercise. I don't want to spend 20, 30 minutes of my day doing push-ups and mountain climbers. I can think of a trillion things that I'd rather do than that. But I want to be strong, so I'm going to have to do some form of exercise or movement, okay? So by making it attractive, you need to put something really good that you want to do for the day with something something bad that you don't want to do in your day. Okay, so for example, if you want to work out, then maybe put on your favorite podcast. Maybe it's even this podcast. I don't know. It could be. I hope it is. But anyway, so work out while you're playing your favorite playlist on Spotify, while you're playing your favorite YouTube video, podcast, whatever. Okay, maybe you want to work out with a friend. Okay, that's pairing working out with seeing a friend. Okay. One thing that you don't really want to do and one thing that you do want to do. That is how you're going to make your goals attractive. Now, the next thing and something that is so, so important in goal setting and building habits is making your goals easy and achievable. So by that, that means is cutting out all the steps that are going to make your goals harder to achieve, okay? So if I wake up and I think, oh... I think it is way too hard to work out today, so I'm just going to not do that. By hard, I mean I have to find a good pair of workout clothes. I have to 
do all of this. I have to find a good video to watch, have to figure out blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now that is something that happened to me when I went to the gym, when I had a gym membership. What would happen is I had all these steps that made me unmotivated and just made it hard to go to the gym because one, I couldn't drive. So I always had to find a ride to the gym. Two, I didn't really have many nice workout clothes. So I had to put on my workout clothes if I wanted to go to the gym. Three, I always had to bring a towel to the gym with me. I often didn't have one. I couldn't find a towel, okay? There were so many steps in my way that were stopping me from going to the gym, okay? And then I just, obviously, what do you think I did? I didn't go to the gym because when I thought of going to the gym, the first thing I thought of was not having workout clothes, not having a towel, not being able to get there, and then done. I can't be bothered anymore, okay? So you need to cut out all the steps that are going to make it hard to achieve your goal. So a lot of people across the world are in lockdown or can't get to gyms. And I mean, I quit my gym membership because one, it's too expensive. And two, I can think of a trillion other things I would rather be doing than exercising in front of a bunch of strangers. Okay, that's why I prefer to work out and do yoga at home, the comfort of my own space where no one is judging me. So basically, you need to cut out all the steps that are going to make it hard to achieve that goal. So something that Elena mentions she does is setting out her workout clothes and yoga mat next to her bed so that as soon as she wakes up she's going to look down on the floor and see the yoga mat and workout clothes and that is just going to motivate you to do it okay because she mentions that she would rather work out or do yoga than put away the clothes and yoga mat that she set out okay so you need to make it easy to achieve So if you have this really, really nice and healthy and nutritious and nourishing meal that you want to make that you found on Pinterest or something, you need to meal meal prep those ingredients so that you can, so it's easy, okay? So say if you work a nine to five job or even later or earlier than that, if you have this really nice meal you want to make, maybe the night before or the morning of, chop up all your ingredients, prepare them all in containers and bags, and then as soon as you get home, you can just cook them and eat it, okay? You need to cut out everything that's going to make it harder okay with working out and getting fit getting movement in get rid of all the steps that are going to make it hard stop thinking about how you have no workout clothes stop thinking about how it's hard to get somewhere okay it's up to you to cut out all the steps that you think will make it hard okay make it easy to achieve your goals now the final one that is so so important making your goals rewarding and satisfying Now, if I think to myself, when I think of working out, yes, I think of putting myself in pain for 10, 20 minutes and then what? I'm done and then then what what happens? Okay, yeah, I'm finished my workout. So what? I haven't suddenly got a six pack after a 15 minute workout. So what what now? Okay, like I'm done my workout. Cool. That I was in pain the whole time. I hated it. I was sweating. Couldn't do it. And now what? I don't have a six pack, do I? Okay, so you need to give yourself a little reward to look forward to at the end of your workout. So when I used to do Pilates with my mum, it was basically my mum that did Pilates, but I just went with her some days. I would always go to the protein bar that was down the street from the Pilates studio and get a delicious protein shake after the Pilates workout. Okay, so during that Pilates workout that was very painful and pushed me to my limits, I would think about that protein shake that was at the end of the rainbow for me. Okay, so think so give yourself a little reward to look forward to so for a lot of you I know you can't get a protein shake or you don't have the ingredients to make a smoothie it doesn't even have to be that okay maybe say 
you know what? I'm going to make myself a coffee. I'm going to call a friend once I'm done. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm going to let myself go on my phone for 20 minutes after my workout. Okay. Give yourself a reward to look forward to at the end of the goal. Okay. Now, 20 minutes of podcast and that is all the healthy habits and goal setting tips that I can give you. Now, I don't know about you, but I've absolutely loved recording this podcast. I personally thought that I gave you some really good advice. Again, full credit to Elena Tabber for these amazing tips and advice I learned from her video. Absolutely love her, love her videos. So, that is all for this podcast. I was about to say that is all for this video because I'm used to filming my YouTube videos. But that is all for this episode. I cannot wait to see you next week. I am so so excited to be on this podcast journey with you and I hope you love listening to this as much as I loved recording it. Please message me any um, podcast episode ideas or advice you have or anything like that that you want to hear on the podcast at It's Charlotte Crosby on Instagram. That is where you can text me, DM me, absolutely anything and I would love to chat to you. So thank you so much for listening to this. I will see you next week.